Beatitudes, and today we're looking at uh, Matthew, the fifth, the fifth chapter, the fifth verse. It says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. When was the last time you heard someone say that you ought to be meek to inherit the earth? You know, when was the last time you heard somebody say that you ought to be meek to get ahead? You know, if you want to get ahead, you know, we don't think of meekness as, as a way of doing it, especially in our society. Now, the world, the world wants to tell us that, you know, we've got to be assertive and aggressive. You know, we need, to, we need to be assertive, aggressive. We can't let people take advantage of us. Or maybe we've got to do whatever we have to do to get ahead. That's kind of the world just says that to us in, in so many ways. And, and I guess one of my observations is that I think our younger generation is, is fairly aggressive. I notice that they're fairly aggressive. They're, they're pretty much somewhere, I think, now this is an opinion, but I think they've picked it up through the media, through music, through sitcoms, through whatever you want to say, the media. They've picked up in sports. They've picked up this thing that you've got to be aggressive, and, and everybody's in your face. That's just normal, in your face. You know, if you're not in somebody's face, well, you're not going to make it. And so then we come along and we see that, well, Jesus says, blessed are the meek. And, boy, I think that's in complete contrast to what we're hearing today around us. But one of the things I think we have to realize is meekness, it doesn't mean weak. doesn't mean weak. doesn't mean vulnerable. One of those I was looking through different definitions and, and different things. I, I found something I thought was, was kind of interesting. It says, meekness is strength under control. Strength under control. One of the things also, and this is, I think, that goes along with this, is self-control. You know, and I think that's something, again, we teach our children, we teach them to have self-control. You know, whatever, whatever habits they have sometimes, the things they just let fly, and wait a minute, You've got to learn self-control. It's uh, kind of a picture of a wild stallion with a bridle. You know, it's still, it's still, it's still that wild stallion, but it's, it's got a bridle. It's, it's controlled. And so when we think about meekness, I think we need to see that Jesus, I believe, is our best example. And if you want to turn to Matthew, the 11th chapter, the 28th verse. It says, Come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Gentle, meek. Jesus himself says, that's who he is. That's who he is. And he's our example. In Galatians, the fifth chapter, Galatians, the fifth chapter, it also talks about this as, as one of the fruits of, of, his, of his spirit. In Galatians, the fifth chapter, the 22nd verse, it says gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. One of the fruits of the spirit, gentleness, meekness. So it's, it's a biblical expression of who Jesus is, and we're to be like him. We're to be like him. Now, saying all of that, as you think about Jesus, you know, we, we have different pictures of him. And I, I think, you know, that they're all good to have pictures. But, you know, I think a lot of times we need to have a complete picture. 
you, know, you can get lopsided in your picture sometimes. You can see certain aspects of somebody. You say, well, I like that. But, you know, I think when it comes to Jesus, we need to see him how he was all the time and in different situations. And in Matthew, the 21st chapter, the 12th verse, it says, Jesus went into the temple of God and he drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves and robbers. So here's this meek Jesus. You know, that's our, that is our picture. That's who he was. He says he's gentle. He's meek. But now we find this gentle, meek person is now in a situation where he's dealing with something and he starts to act in a situation that's not the way it's supposed to be. And he says, you've turned my father's house into a den of thieves and robbers. You know, they were misusing, they were misusing people's money. They were taking advantage of people. It was all about money, and it was no longer a house of prayer. And Jesus went in meek and mild, and he turned everything upside down. And it's interesting. Now, Mary pointed this out. She says, how come he didn't get in trouble for that? I, I never thought about it, but, you know, it just, he says, then, then the wine lane came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Just, just like, how could he do that and not get in trouble? But I think it was because he was saying and making a point, and everybody probably went, oh, my. And they just probably just stood there. And so we see that this, this, this expression of meekness is still there as Jesus is dealing with a situation. I think it's a lot of times like people say, well, God is love, and that is very true. God is also just. He's also, he's also someone who comes and brings justice in situations. And when God does those things, sometimes we might not think he's so loving. You know, I notice that we kind of pick and choose sometimes. So when we think about meekness, I don't want us to think necessarily just about, well, you got to just sit in a corner and kind of let whatever happens, happens, and you can't say nothing, you can't do anything. You know, that's, that's not what Jesus was. You know, he was meek in all situations, even when he had to deal with people and deal with different situations. What does meekness look like? What's it look like to us? Well, since today is Mother's Day, I want to think about I want to think about mothers for a little bit. It applies it applies to all of us, but I want to I want to just think about mothers. How does meekness apply to mothers? Doesn't just apply to mothers; it also applies to fathers. But since it's Mother's Day, we'll we'll talk about moms today. It works on changing herself and not others. When we're meek. We're concerned about ourselves and not changing others. It's an attitude. It's an attitude. You know, sometimes I think people are so caught up in trying to change everybody else, it's kind of like a smoke screen so they don't have to look at themselves. But, you know, when we're meek, we want to, we want to just look at ourselves. We don't want to be thinking about changing everybody else. Instead, we want to pray for others. We want to pray for them. We want to set a godly example for them. We don't want to just think that, well, our job is to change everybody. 
I want to tell you something. If you think your job is to change everybody, you're going to be really frustrated. You're going to be really frustrated. And so is everybody else around you. Everybody's going to be frustrated. If you think it's your job to change everybody. You know, we have to realize that, you know, we just need to work on ourselves. And, and meekness is just looking at, looking at me. You know, it's looking at me. What do I need to do? What do I need? I, I can't change people. You know, sometimes you just get to the point where I, I can't change people. And if you can't change them, then I always say, then quit trying. Now, you can pray for them. You can pray for them. And you can ask God's spirit to work in them and it will bring change. But you yourself are not going to just change people. You know, even our children, I think sometimes we realize that, you know, we're not always going to change. We can influence our children. We can train our children, especially when they're young. You know, but when they get older and you think you're going to change them, you know, you're going to pray for them. You're going to pray for them. And when we have meekness, we realize that. We realize that, you know, the big thing I need to do is just focus on me. I just focus on me. Meekness is humble. It's humble. Doesn't brag. Doesn't brag. But it is very secure in who you are. Jesus was very secure in who he was. He knew who his father was. He, he, he wasn't, he wasn't going, oh, I don't know. He said, this is my father's house. You know, he knew exactly who he was. He knew exactly whose house that was. And he knew that they shouldn't be doing what they were doing. And we need to realize, we need to know who we are. And we have nothing to brag about if we understand who we really are. If we really understand who we are, and we are who we are because it's the way God has made us, and God works through us, then we have nothing to brag about personally. Because without him, what have you got? And if, and, if, and if the things you can do or the things that you can achieve, if you think you're doing it just because it's you, then you're sorely mistaken because it's because of what he has given us. Even the gifts and the abilities we have are what he has given us. So we really have nothing to brag about. There's, no, there's nothing to brag about. But by the same token, we understand that we're his children. And we're very secure in that. We're very secure in who we are. And we don't have to defend ourselves. You know, sometimes I think when we're insecure, what generally happens is when we're insecure, we start to feel like we have, we have this feeling like we have to defend ourselves. We have to prove ourselves to the world around us. And I just want you to know, when you have to defend yourself, you will look kind of aggressive. When you, uh, when you have to defend yourself, you're going to say things and do things that aren't the best. So we need to be humble, and humility comes by knowing who we are in Christ. That we know we are who we are because of him and what he has done for us. Meekness focuses on others. Focuses on others. It isn't always thinking about, well, how does this affect me? How's this situation going to affect me? Is this situation going to make me happy? Is this situation something I want to do? You know, is this is this something that I've always wanted to do? Or how is this going to affect me? Are we always thinking that way or do we think about others? Are we thinking about how does this affect somebody else? How are they feeling in this situation? 
You know, it's thinking about others. It's thinking about serving others. Sometimes it's just a matter of listening. Sometimes it's just a matter of listening to others. Hear, hear what they're saying. Hear what they're going through. You know, not just about, well, here, it's, this, is, this is how it affects me. This is how I feel. You know, and you can just, you can just see sometimes that uh, some people, it's just everything's about them. Everything's about them. You know, it's all about well, how do I feel? Does this make me feel good? You know, is this, is this what I want to do? Husbands and wives, this is, a, this is a big one, I think, is, you know, it's not just about me, but it's about the other one. How can I, what can I do to make them feel better? What can I do to serve them? How do they feel about this? What would they like to do? Where would they like to go? You know, if each thinks about the other one, you know, then, you know, eventually you come to hopefully some agreement. You know, it's like I always think about, like, do we say, where do you want to go eat? And what's the standard answer? I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Isn't that wonderful? I don't care. Okay, I'll pick. Let's go here. Then when you get there, they go, what are you going here for? <laughs> I, I, know, I've been, you know, I know how that goes sometimes. But, but you know, after enough time, we kind of know where the other one likes to go. And so, you know, every once in a while, Mary will go to the Mexican restaurant for me. You know, <laughs> every once in a while. Or, or she'll say, I'm teaching today. You can go eat wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but we, you know, we think about the other person. You know, we think about what would make them happy. What what would what would they like? What would they like to do? You know, so meekness is focusing on others. Um, meekness is a in a in a husband wife situation. Meekness a a woman builds up her husband and other people. Builds them up. I always say that. Um, well, it's not 100%, but, you know, men, we just really like to be encouraged. You know, I just want to pass this out, you know. We just really like to be encouraged, you know. We like to feel like we finally did something right. So, you know, I always tell women, you know, encourage your husband. You know, try to find something. It might be hard, but try to find something he did right. You know, try to find something where you can encourage them. You know, encourage others. You know, build them up. You know, boy, I just really appreciate that. I'm telling you, husbands, a lot of times they're trying, but, you know, it really helps if you say, you know what, I really liked it when you did that. And you go, oh, really? Okay, I can do that. You know, sometimes it helps us, gives us a little guidance once in a while. You know, it's good to encourage others. You know, build them up. Not correct all the time. Not correct all the time. Why'd you turn there? You know, this morning on the way here, Mary told me how she gets here. I went, what? <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I said, no. And you know, and you know, right away I started correcting her. And she, you know what she said? I'll get there the way I want to. <laughs> but see, you know, and you know. <laughs> But it's so true, you know, isn't that funny? You know, you know, we need to encourage, you know, instead of always feeling like correct. Because, you know, my thing is, you know what? I want to get there the straightest way, the fastest way, the, to just get there the right way. Don't be going here and there. Mary's thing is, I'll get there. 
She says that all the time. I'll get there. She'll go, I may have to turn around a few times, but I'll get there. <laughs> you know, and it's true, you know, but that's, you know, me, I'm like, oh. and you know, we need to go, wait a minute. You know, I don't need to be correcting everybody all the time. You know, and, and honestly, what kind of people do you like to be around? What kind of people do you like to be around? Do you like to be around people that correct you all the time? No. We like to be around people that encourage us. We like to be encouraged. We like to be built up. And so with meekness, we can build others up. We can do things to make them feel better. Feel better. Um, with meekness, she is thankful for what she has. You know, meekness, I think, is, has a certain amount of sati- um, being satisfied. Being satisfied may not always be a, the way we want it. May not always be the best, maybe. But being satisfied, not complaining. Not complaining. Having a grateful heart, a thankful heart. I believe, I believe meekness expresses itself with thankfulness. And, and being thankful for, for those things we have. Meekness is joyful and content. Joyful and content. Kind of the same thing. Not always, not always, you know, pleasant to be around. Not always complaining. You know, talking about the weather. I know it seems like such a natural thing to do to talk about the weather. I always wonder about praying for the weather. You know, here's my, here's my thing. On a Sunday morning when the sun shines, I find that I tend to want to go, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. I, I tend to I tend to think that way. When it rains, <laughs> I don't you know thank thank you Lord for a nice cloudy rainy drizzly cool day with a wind blowing off of Lake Erie, you know that's the great thing in Northwest Ohio's when that wind blows off of Lake Erie at about forty miles an hour, you know, and I think you know and I don't know I haven't quite got myself to being able to stand up and say thank you Lord for those days, but you know. By and large, we need to be thankful, grateful people. And I believe meekness expresses itself that way. That it's, it's, it's thankful and grateful. Not always complaining. You know, not always complaining. Meekness trusts God to be in control. You know, I think that's a big one. It doesn't have to be in control in all situations or with all people. It's hard to be meek if you want to be in control all the time. You know, if you're trying to make everything work out the way you want it to. Isn't that hard in life? Trying to make everything work out the way you want it to? To make everything happen the way you think it ought to happen? That's a real struggle. That's a real struggle. Because I don't know about you, but things don't always go the way I think they ought to go. You know, things don't always happen the way I think they ought to happen. And can I at those points say, okay, Lord, you're in control. You're in control. I can trust you. I can trust you because I'm sure you see this picture a lot bigger than I see. And I trust you that there's things happening that I don't have to understand. Or things happening that don't have to go my way, that I can trust you. I mean, sometimes that's really difficult. It's really difficult in situations where things are going against what you think ought to be the way they're going. 
to say, okay, I can trust God to be in control. So moms, I believe it's a lot of your responsibility and dads too, but it's our responsibility to set an example for our children. Set set an example of meekness. You know, set an attitude of, of trusting God, accepting things, not complaining all the time. You know, your children tend to follow your example, not always, not always. You know, we sometimes wish they would a little more, and sometimes we wish they would a little less, you know. So, you know, but they tend to, they tend to follow our example. But I also believe that as parents, we need to be a, aggressive in a way to train our children, not passive. That the Bible says train your children in a way they're supposed to go. So it's our job to train them. So when it comes to meekness, we need to train our children to be confident, know who they are in the Lord, and to do it with meekness, gentleness. To have that attitude. And I believe that is something we can train. When we see behavior that is not gentle, that is not meek, does not think about it, we need to tell them and help them through that we teach that likewise we can teach them to be aggressive you can teach them to be aggressive be very careful about defending your children i tend to think now this is a general comment but i tend to think parents are way too busy defending their children a lot of times in our society You better not touch my kids. You better not do this to my kids. You better not do that to my kids. If the teacher does something, the parent's right in there, in their face. In their face. You know, I'm sorry, but when I grew up, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. You know, when the teacher did something, it was assumed the teacher was right. My, you know, my dad didn't go say, well, I don't know, I'm going to go, I'll find out what's right and wrong here, I'll go, you know, he went, you're wrong, <laughs> you know, and there's a part of that that's okay, now I suppose there's a time when something can happen when you need to go and deal with something, I'm not saying that, but by and large, be very careful about being aggressive to defend your children, you're just teaching them to be aggressive, you know, You're teaching them things. We're training them. And don't let the world train your children in all these characteristics. Be careful. Be careful what you watch. You know, be careful what they watch. You know, there is so much aggressive behavior on TV. It's just, I mean, and I don't watch kids' shows, and I don't watch, I don't know, you know, so I guess don't make me an expert But every once in a while, what I see is like, oh, my. My, my, my. And I understand if you play sports. I understand you play to win, and I have no problem with playing to win and playing your best and trying the hardest you can. And I understand that. But I don't think you have to do it to tear somebody else down. And I don't think you have to be in somebody's face to still be you know, trying your best. I don't think you have to be mean or aggressive. And so I think it's very important for us as parents to, to teach our children 
to teach them godly character. You know, teach them godly character. Teach them kindness. Teach them to serve others. Teach them to think about others first. You know, I, we, you know well, we're kind of past raising children, but we're not quite. Um, we pick up kids on Thursday and take them to Bible study, youth group. And, uh, you know, we got to teach. I mean, these them, they're pretty aggressive. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's only just three or four of them in the car, but they're aggressive. And they're aggressive as to who sits where. I mean, we about have a knockdown, drag out fight about who sits in the front seats and who sits in the back seats. I mean, it, it gets nasty. And we've got, you know, Mary and I, we've got to say, look, you know, you need to think, you know, we're trying to, but boy, I'll tell you from where they're coming from, they're not hearing that yet because they're like, no, I was here first. Man, it's like World War Three about where they sit. I mean, they're aggressive, you know, and we only get them for, you know, a little bit of time, but we can still have an influence. So when they're your children, when they're your children and you have them quite a bit of the time, you can teach you can teach them to be gentle. You can teach them to be meek. You can teach them to serve others. You can teach them to think about others. You can teach them not to tear other people down. That it's not, it's not um, godly to tear other people down, to, to say things about other people. It's, it's just not. You know, we have to be very careful. So we can teach and train our children. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the first two verses. Paul says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. He says, We're to walk worthy of our calling. There's a certain way we're supposed to walk, and he says it's with lowliness, gentleness, long suffering bearing with one another in love that's godly character it's meekness it's meekness and that's the way we're supposed to be now we all have different personalities and i understand all that some of us may have to work a little harder at that some may be more inclined to be that way but we need to realize that that's what we're called we're called to walk that way we're called to be like jesus and so with all meekness and lowliness and gentleness and long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. I believe that's what God wants us to do, and that's how he wants us to be. Because blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek. God will bless them. Now you say, well, yeah, but God will. What's the world do? Well, trust God to take care of that. Trust God to take care of that. You know, I think I think the world... I think eventually the world will too. You know, there's got to be a point where all this aggression and all has to go, wow, we got a mess. We got a mess. You know, maybe that has something to do with our crime rates. and Maybe that has something to do with why people are killing one another at such a great rate. That we've lost that blessed are the meek. And now it's blessed are those that assert themselves and are aggressive those that get ahead you know and it, it'll change because eventually we'll reap the fruit of that and we probably are right now we're probably reaping the fruit of that now the children are going to come 
And the children are going to come and they're going to share something with the mothers. I want to read something before we do. You can, well, I'll just read it and then they can come up. It says, a mother comes with all different names. Ants who love, worry, and play. Teachers who help you, guide you, and set your aim. Sisters who listen, cry, and put your worries at bay. Grandmas with warm cookies and hugs and prayers so you'll never stray. Yes, a mother does come with all kinds of names. Thank you to all women for being a mother to someone's child, but most importantly, to his child. I think that's just really important. You know, mothers, we have our own children, but mothers come in all kinds of names. You know, we have all kinds of ways that we can be an influence in somebody's life, that we can be a mother to them, even if we only got them for a little bit. You know, it might be for just a little bit, but we all can be a mother in some way. Okay, bring the kids on in here. And JC's on.